Houston. We were on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is man, he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the mini bar. Smarties and the Kit Kats, thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It is the RP Show. It's one of those days that makes you feel glad that you're alive. And I'll tell you why in a moment. It's your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're coming at you live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino in beautiful Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And uh, that's one half of the show. And the other half joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, Darren Moose DuPont, the sweatpants capital of the world. And Moose, we haven't really told anybody uh, what's going on there and why you're there. And I'm not totally clear myself. And it's the uh, Little League <laughs> World Series. Is that what it is? What is it? What has you there? Yeah, it's the Canadian Little League Championships. So it's the Canada nice. Playdowns. The winning team at the end of 10 days will go down to Pennsylvania and play in the Little League World Series that we all watch on ESPN and TSN. Okay, awesome. Well, that's what Moose is there for. Now, I see from the comments section that we're, we're rolling. We're rolling on Game Plus TV right now. But also WQEE Atlanta because Ryan O'Radio has checked in, the morning man, the guy that runs the whole shop there. As he said, you ask around, I'm the man in this town. Ryan O'Radio just says, uh, RP show, Atlanta's NHL slash CFL show. And uh, we're on YouTube live and podcast as well. But when I said it's one of those days that makes you feel glad that you're alive, it is because Kelly Rudy is here. Hockey night in Canada's Kelly Rudy, NHL great, Islanders, Kings, and then Sharks and a lot of other uh, teams. But he's, he's a great, he's just a great person. So there's a lot of people going to be coming down here to uh, Century Downs today to meet Kelly Rudy, get their picture taken with him, autograph, and all the rest. This is supposed to be the offseason for him, but Rudes has been good enough to come down. In our CFL Players Association segment, brought to you weekly by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft brewery, Peter Diakowski will be with us, longtime CFL lineman, winner of Canada's Smartest Man, Canada's Smartest Person, and I don't know if that's saying a lot or anything to brag about, but he won it, so <laughs> you and I didn't. And uh, Seth Anderson's going to be with us as well to talk about Canadian Elite Basketball League playoffs because the Calgary Surge here in this town are hosting a game on Sunday night. So those are the guests. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Thanks for hanging tight for so long. And we'll get down to business. I'm just opening up the text line, which, by the way, is for EMJ Marketing. EMJ Marketing, providing the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. 902-518-3033 is uh, the number to reach us here in the Calgary studio. Uh, we're also on the air in 31 U.S. states on television, on Game Plus, and obviously in Atlanta on WQEE. We're opening with the Toronto Blue Jays. Anthony Santander hit his... Second career Grand Slam, Gunnar Henderson homered for the second straight game and the American League leading Baltimore Orioles crushed the host Toronto Blue Jays 13-3 Tuesday night. Santander went three for four with four RBIs. Jays catcher Danny Jansen hit a two-run homer and Brandon Belt added a solo shot. Pitcher Hin Jin Ru made a season debut for Toronto. 
He allowed four runs and nine hits in five-plus innings. And the big story of the night was Framber Valdez throwing the 16th no-hitter in Houston Astros history, a 2-0 victory over the Cleveland Guardians. Same day... The Astros acquired Justin Verlander from the Mets. As the Mets have burned their own franchise to the ground again. You got to admire that. They just started the rebuild. They just ripped the Band-Aid off the New York Mets. And they're doing it. But because you're at the Canadian Little League Championship, is there's much talk of the Blue Jays and their season. I got to think there's some buzz around the ballparks there. There is a lot of buzz around the ballparks. I know it's a tough series with Baltimore, but they're all paying attention. And all these kids are, too. I had a chance to chat with a lot of the kids, and they all said, you know, their favorite team's the Blue Jays. Their favorite player, Bo Bichette, yeah. or, you know, you know, Vladdy. And so that's cool. And then, you know, they're just, you know, obviously baseball people. But, yeah, they're following it closely, and they're getting excited because they think with the moves the Jays have made, they can start to really contend in the American League. 7-22 and 22 now within their own division. That's, by, that's their second worst ever in franchise history within their own division. And, you know, it's been a nice run for the Blue Jays since 25, 2015, 2016, when they were putting pennants up in Rogers Center. We've all kind of fallen in love with the team. We watch every game. We feel like we know the players, like you just said. Everybody has their favorite. Serena's favorite is Alejandro Kirk. Mine, do I have a favorite? Probably Vladdy. You just can't help. I mean, he was looking at the camera last night in the dugout giving a... He's always smiling and mugging for the camera. On one hand, you wish he'd get a little more serious. On the other, it's just he's just having fun playing ball. That's what you want. So anyways, there's our Blue Jays analysis. Moving on to the Quick Six Show topics. Point two, Placeline, Florham Park, New Jersey. Nathaniel Hackett isn't expecting a phone call from an apologetic Sean Payton anytime soon. The New York Jets offensive coordinator was disappointed, though, by disappear, uh, disparaging comments made by the Denver Broncos head coach last week in the USA Today, in which Sean Payton called Nathaniel Hackett's 15-game stint with the Broncos last season as, quote, one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. Hackett, now the Jets offensive coordinator, said Sean Payton broke an unwritten code among coaches with his public criticism. Peyton, uh, who's back on the sideline after a one-year sabbatical, as we all know, criticized the work Hackett and his staff did during Denver's 5-12 and season last year, saying, quote, there were 20 dirty hands around Russell Wilson's career worst year. They're going to meet, well, I think it's week five, the Jets and the Broncos. I don't know if you saw the news conference that involved Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, I want your take. You kind of delved into this a little bit yesterday. We got time here in the quick six show topics to get into this. You said that you saw an analyst say that this was calculated by Sean Payton. Sometimes I think we go too fast over all the topics. We don't really settle on one. And this is one that I'll spend a minute on before we get to the CFL stuff and the game of the week. Calculated or not, why would you look like a jerk? Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd love your take on this. I would love our audience's take on that. Calculate or not, what are you hoping to accomplish by that? And it happens all the time. And if, you know, if they say there's a code amongst coaches, there is. I get asked quite often, what do I think about fellow broadcasters? And I hesitate to say, unless I really like what they do, I'll say that. But if I don't like them, I just don't, I don't have an opinion. They're there. Good for them, you know, uh, and it's not it's not limited to broadcasting or coaching. I had a cabinet maker come into my house. <laughs> he just happened to be Chris and Ryan Getzlaff's dad, Steve. We had to bring him in at my lawyer's, uh, what do you call it, advisement, because the guy that had put up our cabinets had did such a terrible job 
I had to have Steve Getzlaff come in because he's known as the best cabinet maker there is and just give an assessment of it. And he's like, I won't run down the guy's work. I can't. I won't do that. I won't write an affidavit for you to take to court. But what I will do is do you all new cabinets and I'll give you a deal on it. See, you know what I mean? It's just common sense. It's not just a code amongst coaches. So how do you feel? I'm sorry to be so long-winded on that. Uh, and I'll, I haven't even given my thoughts on it. Um, but I want yours. You know, I talked about it you know, yesterday about you know, the intent and what they're trying to be the message, you know, and is it something that can help Russell Wilson, right? If that was the intent to say, look it, I'm going to put all of this on the coaching. I'm going to put none of it on my star quarterback and hope that he can get back to form. There's better ways to do it without being rude and that, I guess, mean about it. You know, you could say, look it, it wasn't the right scheme. They didn't put him in the best spot. They're great coaches who didn't utilize their talent in the right way. There's better ways to say it than say that was the worst coaching job I've seen in the history of football. There's ways to do it and still be respectful of the coach. So that's the part that is, is always puzzling. Because if you're trying to send a message or if you're trying to you know, say, hey, look, it's not your fault because of them, there's a more respectful way to do it. And Sean Payton didn't go about it that way. There is the chance. You, you got to understand, these guys aren't necessarily geniuses. And this is when <laughs> I'm not saying football coaches are dumb or coaches in general. But what I am saying is they're human. They're no different than anybody else. That's the fine line. That's the razor that we walk as public people. And by the way, everybody seems to have a take on this. John McPhee writes in, he's watching in Rosetown, your former town. That's and right. he writes in on the EMJ marketing text line, and he says, Jets, Broncos, drama, get over it and prove it on the field if it makes them so angry. Yes, but it's training camp time. There's nothing else really to talk about. So these kinds of things are going to come up. So when I go back to the fact that they're human, you gotta, I think about this all the time. And if he, he, hockey people just don't generally say anything that's why they're so bland notoriously bland football people are a lot more colorful that has to do with the fact that for whatever reason they got a chip on their shoulder there's that bravo machismo they disrespected us i don't like that about football but i've realized that's just the way that it is that's not really me i kind of became that way and then i'm walking it back but when mike kelly took over the winnipeg blue bombers in 2009 he made a comment about Brendan Tamman, the outgoing general manager, saying, oh, I found the contracts written on napkins in the cupboard here when I took over, which was kind of a shot at Brendan Tamman. I mean, I know them both really well, and I know BT didn't like that at all. We got a lot of viewers in Winnipeg. They'll remember the era. Mike Kelly, I've also gotten to know really well. He didn't mean anything by it. He just shoots his mouth off. But I'll go one step further, and I want your take on this. Um... Cody Fajardo's name comes up a lot in my circle. And I've talked about this with the icons of the game. Saskatchewan cannot, and that organization and the fan base, get over Fajardo calling out his receivers that one night after a game here two years ago in Calgary, where, which they lost, in which he said, I don't throw it deep because we don't have confidence that our receivers can go up and get it. I give a tough time believing that one little comment in the heat of the moment started the ball unraveling Darren the ball of thread that he had to go but it did but it did that's a lot of pressure man every time you open your mouth people ain't gonna forget what do you think no and and no and and when you just are are honest and open and, and when you ask a, when you're asked a question and you just answer it 
the first thing that comes to your head is the truth, right? Because you don't, you don't have time to make anything up, so you just say what's on your mind. It, you know, if, you're, if you don't sit back and think and, and analyze how do I want to respond, and, you know, I respect that, that you just want to be honest. And then they need to have, you know, the hard conversations in the room, you know, about how they go about their business. But once you lose trust, it's really hard to get it back. Right. And sometimes you just need to yeah. move on once you lose trust. Um, trust can be given pretty freely and you need trust to have success. But once you lose it, it's hard to get it back. And so when you say that now the receivers don't trust you, you don't trust the receivers. There's you know, you've broken the trust in the locker room. Tough to get it back. And obviously, Cody has that in Montreal and, and is uh, having a bit of a bounce back year. Jayla writes in and says Sask should have kept him. I guess history will prove that. And I wonder if, Jayla, is this the same Jayla that came out up and introduced herself in uh, chapters, Indigo Books? You were with me that day, Moose, here in Calgary. I was saying to Kevin, the medium here, our sales coordinator, I said, one day we're going to be sitting on a veranda in Fort Lauderdale. Kevin will be down visiting. I said, we're going to write a book about rebranding and how long it takes. Serena had a guy in the mall yesterday say, hey, where's Rod? Serious. She was on her own. Like, it's finally happening. And it's taken two years in Calgary that they know us. Jayla was ahead of the game. She loves our CFL content. And that's why she's watching. But uh, it's just taken a long time. It's finally coming around. People know who we are. The doors are open. And that's the thing. The stamps, the flames are like, come on down to our news conference. Come on. We want you there. I'm like, I'm not sure I want to go. But I'll think about it. <laughs> I've done that. I'd rather just be here and go to the games for free. We're working on it. It's an association. Which, by the way, now would be a good time to say today's keyword. I'll give it to you momentarily. Enter the keyword in the Century Downs Instagram page post in their comments. The keyword today to be entered for the random draw for a pair of tickets. I think it's a couple pairs of tickets, actually, to Friday night's game, the Calgary Stampeders and the Toronto Argonauts, which, by the way, everybody, just hold your horses now. I got all the betting lines here that we're going to get into next segment for week... What are we in? Nine? Yeah, in the Canadian Football League. I'm just saying it's finally happened, just in time for me to head back to Florida in the fall. (laughs) But we'll be back. (laughs) We're already working on uh, deals in the new year for here in Calgary. I... Love it here. And it just took them a while to... Does he really love it or is he just saying it? You know what I mean? And now they're getting it. Yeah. So anyways, go to Century Downs Instagram page. Look at the post. You'll see the big man stadium and Century Downs and a little photo that I made. And uh, the key, enter today's keyword. And just so you know. Are you ready, Moose? Are you ready? Ooh, I don't think I know what it is. You don't? No, because I come up with it in my own little pea brain. That's what I love about having my own show. The key word is huff. <laughs> huff. <laughs> That's good. That's today's key word, everybody. Isn't it? Came up with it myself. It's not good. bad. Good work. Good work. Huff. And I lost my donger thing, so I'm hitting the gong with a, a fork. fork? <laughs> yep. Very resourceful. Uh, Oleg writes in and says, Oleg, uh, I love the CFL, except for their stats. Not a fan of that. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go down that road. Jeff the Stamps fan says, yes, the Riders should have kept Fajardo, but that's what happens in Sask. 
right? Yeah. And there's, you know, we got to look forward and not look in the past. Dunnigan and I had just, we should have put a camera on the two of us in Pearson International Airport. He loves Fajardo, but he literally said eh, he just shouldn't do interviews. It was a great chat. He's like, he, yeah, yeah, he's like, he's too honest. Problem. He, and Dunnigan never, ever, ever called out his teammates. He never did. Cody, I get, he, you understand, Cody could do anything. And I would not think ill, ill of him, right? So I'm not necessarily the right guy to have this conversation, you know? Because uh, I said, hey, Ken Austin called out his receivers. And Dunnigan goes, doesn't make it right. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> You know, it was a great <laughs> chat, uh, which I don't think Matt would mind us having this on the... I, I hope not, because we just did. We'll be back with the betting lines, uh, NHL talk, and a whole lot more. We'll be right back. We are live from Century Downs, Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Back live at Century Downs. Hey, sports fans, are you too busy with summer plans to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? Well, with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too. While still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need, Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Go to Factor.com, actually, FactorMeals.com slash Peterson50 right now and get 50% off. Your first order. That's factormeals.com slash Peterson50. Spell it right and get 50% off. It's America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Big sponsors of the RP show. Let's bring the moose in. Speaking of spelling it right, the audience wants to know, moose, our daily contest. Our daily contest this week. They want to know, how do you, how are you spelling Huff? Today's keyword to win Stan Peters Argos tickets. However the hell you want. How about that? Hey, Jack, how do you spell Huff? H-U-F-F. But we'll accept H-U-F. Everything's happening. Seth's here. Jack from Vulcan, Alberta. The Golden Girl. Kevin the Media. We're having a party, Moose. And you were invited and you didn't show up. 
Yeah, but you make me sound like a jerk when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole idea. That's the whole idea. I know. As, jo I know. as Johnny Athens would say. Uh, Jayla, is this the same Jayla? I'm sorry, I'm, um, I missed. Uh, okay, Jayla, you gotta go. We got on the watch it. I know, they're writing in to the YouTube chat, Huff, and I'm like, no, no, you gotta go to Instagram, follow Century Downs, and in the comments under their post, write Huff. That's today's keyword. I, I'm trying to make this real simple. What was that movie, The Football Coach? Jay, uh, I'm trying to make this real, real simple. I think it was any given Sunday. I think it was too. Uh, anyways, hang on. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it is Jayla. Same Jayla. Thank you, Jayla, for tuning. You found us. Appreciate you. As there's such a scarcity of CFL coverage across this country. That's why we have fans of every team tuning in. And um, yeah. Which reminds me, on the EMJ marketing text line, Kirk in Toronto watches every day on Game Plus TV. Says, uh, hey, Rod, the Argos were terrible on offense at Touchdown Atlantic with only 200 yards. Defense and special teams won the game. Darren's more of a football guy than me, but I did spend my 20 years in the Canadian Football League. I picked up a few things, and here's one. Ken Austin. Offensive genius, but he's a little like me. He wears people out. I could sit and tell Ken Austin stories till the till the cows come home. But I remember the very first game in uh, that he coached. You know, Kent flourished in the five receiver sets of the '90s in the Canadian Football League as a quarterback. But we ran the ball. We had a 70-30 run pass split that day in Montreal that day in Week One, and we won. Somebody can go back. It was like 15 to nine or something. And after the game, we're like, hey, hey, Ken, we thought you were pass happy. We thought you were going to throw the ball. And he's like, you do whatever it takes to win the game. End of story. Which we ended up 12 and 6. And as you all know, won the Grey Cup 2007. And then, Ken, before Ryder fans could run him out of town, left. Went to Ole Miss as the offensive coordinator. He's a in, out, gone. Win a Grey Cup. See ya. Ken Austin. So, so what do you think? I'm sorry to go off on a thing here, but Kirk in Toronto says the Argos only had 200 yards of offense. Just terrible. I... Hey, Shooter McGavin, what did you think about the Argos win and touchdown Atlantic? I don't know. I was too busy winning. How about that? <laughs> sorry. It just gets me upset about that. You? Well, different games, different circumstances. The games played differently. And guess what? There's a team on the other side trying to stop you. At the end of the day, you got to do what you need to do to win. It's not always going to be pretty. And that's what makes the good teams good or the good teams great, you know, is the ability to win ugly. You know, you can't always win ugly because you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. But when you have to win ugly, you need to have that ability. Toronto clearly has it. We've seen them win pretty, put up all kinds of stats, Chad Kelly do his thing. But we also have seen them win ugly. So they can win it every way you want, which is great. So, yeah, it's tough, but they still won, which tells you how good they are, I think, more than, um, more than trying to call them lucky or call them fortunate. I think it gives you a window into how good this team is. Did you see Chad Kelly throughout the first pitch of the Blue Jays game last night by chance? Yeah. Yeah. Which is 
awesome because the Blue Jays are owned by Rogers and the Argos are owned by MLSC. So you got to love that cross-promotion thing. At least I know that I do, which similarly, I was on with Richard Holdridge yesterday, WQEE, the sports beat. Yesterday on his show on WQEE, and then tomorrow he's coming on this show Thursday, Richard Holdridge. Same thing. It's like when Tootie Ramsey from the Facts of Life was on different strokes. <laughs> Blew my mind. Um, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, yes, Rod, Ken Austin was run out of town by Ryder fans. It was ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, it happened. It's like World War II. That sucked. It did happen. And uh, Ryan McCarthy, by the way. What? What? I had heard that one before. It's good. I like it. It just came to me. It just came. You want to make a it's, meme out of that? That's pretty good. Uh, Ryan uh, in New York, with regards to uh, my line. I'm trying to make the contest real freaking simple. He said it was any given Sunday, and that line was from the legendary Jim Brown. Thank you. That's what I thought. Uh, the older I get, I'm real, I don't spend a lot of time looking back, so I can't remember movie lines as well and history. I'm moving on. So to the Canadian Football League, uh, which we have been talking about for the last 10 minutes, I get that. But the poll question today, which we do every Wednesday, is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League. What is it? It's brought to you by Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence, knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed with your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. And uh, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, but, okay, this is the thing. We're not playing or no deal here. We'll do that later in the week, like Thursday. But what I'm going to do, Moose, and you're not prepared for this. I know you can pull it off, though, because you're a talented kid. Not just a Ted Lasso lookalike. I'm going to give you the games. I want you to pick the betting line at Bet Regal, and then I'll tell you what it actually is from our official betting partner, Bet Regal. I love this. We got a huge audience. Can you guys hear us okay over there? All right. Uh, Kelly Rudy coming up in hour two. Peter Diakowski later on this hour. Rudes is going to be here along with Seth Anderson, our CEBL insider. So, Thursday, the BC Lions at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers kicks off week nine in the CFL. What do you think the betting line is at Bet Regal? It's in Winnipeg. I'll say... You'd be surprised. I'm surprised. I think because they're home, I'll say Winnipeg favored by one and a half. Bombers by six. So How about what? that? I, I know, right? Tomorrow, we'll talk about whether we take these bets or not. Friday night, here in Calgary, the Toronto Argonauts in a rematch of the 1971 Grey Cup visit the Calgary Stampeders. Who's favored and by how much? Well, it won't be the Stamps. Uh, I think they're favored. I think the, fa the line will be probably five and a half. Argos by eight and a half. Okay. Saturday, Cody Fajardo and the Montreal Alouettes. Couché are at Hamilton. Who's favored and by how much at Bet Regal? 
Montreal by three. Make some noise. Alouettes by two and a half. Yeah. And Sunday, Ottawa at Saskatchewan. To me, that's Canada's game of the week. Used to be the best rivalry in the CFL. These two teams used to hate each other. Don't know if they still do or not. Ottawa at Sask on Sunday. Who's favored and by how much? It's in Sask. That throws me off a little bit. I want to say Ottawa by three and a half, but the Sask factor may change that. Ottawa it's the Ottawa Red Blacks. Ottawa's favored by one at Saskatchewan okay, tight. Sunday to close out week nine in the Canadian Football League. So those are the betting lines. You don't got to wait for deal or no deal. You can sign up and start playing today at betregal.net, our official betting partner. We love them so much. Uh, so to the game of the week, which again is our Wednesday poll for Key Auto Group. Which of these is the game of the week? I got to say for me, it is Ottawa at Sask. Some pretty good games though. That's got my vote. You? BC Winnipeg has my vote. This is the first, the rematch, right? Ooh. After uh, we really saw Winnipeg knocked off the pedestal, right? And Winnipeg favored. So the betting, um, you know, the odds makers think that the betting public's going to put money on Winnipeg. So they make the line high to try and get money back on, on BC. In Winnipeg, man, I think this is going to be a wild, wild game and a real test for both these teams. Brian in Withrow, Alberta says, on a good note, the Elks can't speak. Things are looking up. Oh, they like that one. Where's the... You guys got it? Are you... Nice. Poor Edmonton. They've officially become a punchline. Yeah. There's only one guy that really is relishing in that, and it's John Frenzy. He loves the fact that Edmonton is 0-8 and can't find their ass with both hands. It's bad for the Canadian Football League, right? That, that, that's a fact. Yeah. People aren't even going to watch anymore. They're not buying tickets in that town. What's really scary is if you see the old-time Eskimo legends, the Brotherhood of Nasty Eskimos, as they call themselves, they're worried because they're like, this is a gate-driven league and nobody's going to the games. How long can this go on? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not good. You see Chris Jones standing there on the podium the other day saying whose decision this was. He goes, it was me. Like Jim, like Jim Carrey in the elevator, liar, liar, when he farted in the <laughs> elevator. It was me. <laughs> I don't believe it was him. Do you? Um... At the end, uh, ultimately, I think it was his final call on, on what to do and the change to make. But I think probably he had to have been feeling some pressure from above and from, you know, the organization to do something, do something. Um, otherwise, you know, what are we doing here, right? So I think it was probably a combination, but ultimately I think he decided where to point the finger and what change to make. Um, but I think there was probably some pressure. That would be my guess. Uh yeah, I, I, I have the sense that somebody went into Joe Jones's office and said, do something, make a change, or I will. Because that's usually how it happens. One more before we break from Oleg in Winnipeg. He says, I'm concerned the Bombers haven't put in a full 60 minutes yet. Well, 
as John Frenzy would say, very Winnipegish. You're five and two, and you're ticked off. <laughs> you know what I mean? How I many times? Yeah. <laughs> very Winnipegish. Not happy. Just be happy. Moose, I think you're done. So uh, great job. Go enjoy yeah. the day. Thank you. Kelly Rudy, Seth Anderson coming up and next on our weekly CFLPA Spotlight, the great Peter Diakowski, Canada's smartest man. We'll be back to Century Downs Racetrack and Casino right after this timeout on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. The RP Show continues from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. And by the way, the keyword today to enter Century Downs contest to win tickets to the Argos and the Stampeders is Huff. On uh, Tuesday it was Flutie. Today it's Huff. Go enter it in the comments on their post to be entered for the draw to go see the Argos and the Stampeders. Every week on Wednesdays we do the Canadian Football League Players Association Player Spotlight. And imagine my delight. Can we bring him in now? To bring in Canada's smartest man, the great Peter Diakowski, longtime CFLer, 07 to 2016 with the Ty Cats, 2017 Argos and Riders, and then he's gone on to many great things since. What up? What up, Pete? Argos. That's what it says here in 27. You belonged to them for like a morning, didn't you? I don't remember. I don't think that that's got to be a typo. You know, I've heard there's that's funny something wrong with the league's transaction tracker. I thought I saw a photo of him. It's on Wikipedia, Pete. But listen, you and I got to know each other in 2017 in Saskatchewan. What? Who says? Come on, Peter. <laughs> when I saw your name come up as the guy that we were going to be interviewing this week's Spotlight, I was very excited to have you on because we haven't talked for a while. And before we get into some football stuff, how are things with you? What's going on? What's new? Life is wonderful. I have two beautiful little girls and my lovely wife, uh, Rachel, Louise and Helena. Louise just turned seven. Helena's four, turning five. They keep me very busy. I just went on a nice long bike ride with Louise last night. So that's, you know, that's uh, keeping me quite busy. Still getting a bit of exercise. I'm in Hamilton here where the Niagara Escarpment is the main geographic feature running through the city. You see it on those beautiful camera angles of Tim Hortons Field. There's a nice steep staircase up there right by my house. I do that a couple mornings a week. I'm hitting the gym. Just got up uh, 385 on the bench the other day. So I say all wow. that you know, to put it out there. If there's any league personnel guys who are listening, I'm still staying in shape. You know, we're getting towards the midseason mark. I might have, you know, a couple games left. How about that? 
<laughs> well, I think we'd all love to see in uniform, Peter, because you were so great uh, for a long, long time. I'll just say this real fast. My favorite moment of Peter was, and you remember this, we were on the bus from the airport to either the stadium or the hotel. You stood up, and we, we, we went by your high school, and you said, guys, guys, this is the closest any of you will get to greatness. Vancouver College, this is where I played. Do you remember that day? And all the guys, yeah, you were so proud of that. Home of the Fighting Irish, the greatest team in high school football, and I'm just glad I was able to share that moment with them so they could all catch a glimpse of football paradise. Guys, this is the closest you'll all get to greatness. This is my high school right here. It was fun, Pete, having you on that team in 2017. To get serious for a second, you were a player rep for such a long time in the Players Association. Why is that? Why is the Players Association so important in any league, but particularly the Canadian Football League? Well, we have a, a challenge with new members coming in all the time. There's a lot of turnover on the roster. There's a lot of very unique rules in the CFL and realities that players face when they're negotiating contracts with teams. And we have a collective agreement that's evolved over many, many decades. Having a strong PA that makes sure that players know their rights, that know what's being negotiated on their behalf and are able to take advantage of it to protect themselves to get the best deal that they can and you know football is a short career you know some guys only get a few years so making sure that they have effective representation to help them make the most of that and then to make sure that they're safe while they're doing that football is a tough sport that's part of the draw that's you know that was the appeal to me it's the only workplace where you can go say whatever you want to the guy across me and then just you know go bash into each other on the very next play. That comes with some drawbacks. And we've had a, a very important discussion in the whole sport of football, and really for the last 20 years, how to make it safer. The Players Association has played a big role in working with the league, and the league wants to make it safer too, working with the league to make the sport safer so that guys walk out of the locker room when they're done and can enjoy the many, many long years. There's a lot more life after football than while you're playing, even if you play for a very long time, as I'm finding out now. So we've done a lot to help make the game safer. And it's also important in a highly competitive environment where teams are working under the gun and they have a tight salary cap and economic realities. They have to make tough decisions. And sometimes the players need their players association to stick up for them when their team is stuck between a rock and a hard place and they're trying to make the most economical decisions. So we want to make sure the player is always protected in those cases. Wonderful answer, Peter. And you didn't even know that I was going to ask you that. So uh, bravo. But, but then again, you're Canada's smartest man. We got about four minutes left. I need you to, first of all, tell me about that. Tell me about Canada's smartest man on that. Does that come up every day in your life? Well, my wife reminds me now that that was a long time ago. I have the trophy just over there <laughs> in the corner of my office. I've got a lot of uh, decorations. You can see Garney Henley there over my uh, shoulder watching uh, watching over me while I while I work. It's, it's off on the side. It was a lot of fun. I had the good fortune of having a really good night on a CBC program with a great title. So I won it, so no one can ever take it away from me. But ever since then, you know, if I ever jumped offside, the coach would always be sure to either remind me of it or to call it into question. Uh, it's certainly something I don't mind showing up uh, on Wikipedia, you know, better than 
couple of arrests or things like that, you know, in another life maybe. <laughs> so no complaints. Oh, man. As soon as I saw your name, first thing I thought, Canada's smartest man. A lot of the audience writing in asking the same question that I just did. Peter, you're a guy that needs to be involved with the CFL, and I'm so glad that you are. And um, you said on Twitter last night you're going to drop some bombs on the CFL landscape today. Is that that you would welcome a comeback or are making a comeback, or is it something entirely different? What is it? Well, I know my wife's not watching because she's in the next room eating lunch. So, yeah, let's talk. Come back. Any coaches who are listening, I'm in great shape. I'm hitting the stairs every day. I still have that 24-inch vertical jump that I was known for. You know my phone number? Just I'm going to wait after the show and see who reaches out. Um, that was a little bit of a, a, a teaser just to make sure, you know, we had a lot of people tuning in here. The big bombshell is that I love the CFL. It's my favorite football league. I grew up watching it as a kid going to BC Play Stadium when it was brand new and it was full to the rafters. And I can't wait till we see that era again in the CFL. There's a lot of bright spots. There's some frustrations. It's very terrible. I had my aunt and uncle from Edmonton in visiting us over the weekend. We were watching the Eskimos game the other night. And aside from noticing what a good player my former teammate A.C. Leonard is on their D-line, the stadium, they need to get more people in there. So that's a, a, a perennial concern of mine. But I was also very excited seeing the warm welcome we got out on the East Coast. So I can't wait. I think 10 teams is a foregone conclusion. And maybe having us out there and Randy's semi-ultimatum is the catalyst that finally makes it happen. I agree. Uh, James in Manitoba watching. He says, Peter is such a great guy. I did not know he was so funny. He's not. Don't don't pump his head. <laughs> well, gosh, Peter, thanks. I should have brought more jokes with yeah. me. I <laughs> know you're, you're pretty good at thinking on your feet, obviously. Made a career of it. Stay in touch, my man, and thanks for the time today. Rod, thanks for having me on. CFL great Peter Dykowski, Canada's smartest man. He's got the trophy to prove it. Joining us from Hamilton today. We got Kelly Rudy coming up live here at Century Downs uh, next hour. And also Seth Anderson joining us to talk CEBL playoffs because they are down to the final six. Sports update next on Audience Takeover. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. live from century downs that spot right there and we got a lot to get to and not a lot of time in this segment kelly rudy coming up live next at century downs top of hour two poll question you may or may not be surprised now that you know that winnipeg is the number one city for viewership of the rp show this might not surprise you canada's game of the week our poll for key auto group running away with it 59% the BC Lions at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Running away with it, 59%. Next, 29% Ottawa at Sask. 8% Toronto at Calgary. 4% Montreal at Hamilton. That's the poll there. I'll get to your text messages in a moment. 
on the EMJ Marketing text line, 902-518-3033. It's a good one, but sports update today. The Toronto Blue Jays aim to rebound from a 13-3 loss as they host the Baltimore Orioles in Game 3 of their four-game series at Rogers Centre. Jays sit seven and a half back of the first-place Orioles in the American League East. Toronto only a game and a half up on the Red Sox now for the final wildcard spot. There will be a quarterback debut in the NFL's Hall of Fame game, just uh, not that one. While Aaron Rodgers waits to play his first game with the Jets, the Browns are going to sit starter Deshaun Watson in Thursday's NFL preseason game so they can get a longer look at some of their backups. Browns coach Kevin Stefanski said third stringer Kellen Mond will start the NFL's first preseason game. Jets coach Robert Sala said backup Zach Wilson will start against the Browns. So basically, we're not going to see either guy that we wanted to see, but it's preseason game one that doesn't surprise me. NFL preseason kicking off Thursday night with a Hall of Fame game in Canton. And the orders and forward Ryan McLeod avoided arbitration by agreeing to terms on a two-year contract extension worth $2.1 million per season. The 23-year-old had 11 goals, 12 assists, and 57 games last year. Sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters tonight. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. And you can enter our Landmark Cinemas contest right now. Text MOVIES and the movie you'd like to see to 902-518-3033 to be entered. Winners will be picked on Friday to enjoy a movie night out this weekend. So as I promised, from the text line, 902-518-3033. Interesting text has come in from Dan in Saskatoon. He says, morning, guys. Lots. Oh, where is it? Wondering if you would ever... Wonder if you have a dollar amount that you would ever consider taking for your Grey Cup rings from a pawn shop. Interesting story out yesterday that three Saskatchewan Rough Riders Grey Cup rings have been put up for sale. Um... If I've thought about it, it's only briefly. It's because it won't happen. Three Rough Riders Grey Cup rings have found their way to the Pawn Stars Pawn Shop in Las Vegas. I'd love to know a little more information on that. Whose are they? I saw a 1966 Grey Cup ring somewhere went up, and I don't think back in 66 they had the names on the rings. But I wouldn't do it. I thought about this. I, I have them with me all the time. These two Grey Cup rings, 2007 Saskatchewan Rough Riders, 2013 Saskatchewan Rough Riders. There's a better look. Not happening. They're, they're, and, and it's sad. Every time I see championship rings go up for sale, it's largely what I think of. Somebody is really down on their luck in life. And I say these are my most prized possessions of material things. Obviously, there are things that mean more last minute of play in hour one. There are things that mean more to me, but materialistically, these are the most prized possessions. There isn't a price that I would part with these for. So when I see that somebody has, it's really sad. And I don't know, maybe next hour when Kelly Rudy joins us, this will come up in terms of uh, stories he knows of championship rings because I believe Kelly won a Stanley Cup as a backup with the New York Islanders. He can clarify that. But it's not a, good, not a good situation. So, throughout the day, 902-518-3033. The EMJ Marketing text line is open for your comments. We'd love to get them. And get them in now for Kelly Rudy from Hockey Night in Canada next hour because we don't get a, a star of that stature that often. We'll be right back after this brief pause on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, of course, and YouTube Live. 